What is happening, guys? Episode 20 here for the East Coast Avengers. Oh, it is 20. That's right. Oh. Episode 20, but it's not a milestone because we're going to do 25 as a little tiny milestone. Yay! Mm -hmm. uh, but hey, 20 is something. It's a great start. Uh, we've been doing this consistently now for, I think, 20 weeks. Which, when retrospect, it sounds really weird. Yeah, it you sounds know? like a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> when we just started, I feel like a couple months ago. But today we have, uh, you know, we got uh, Dominic, we got Hello. JT, Hello. we got uh, Darren, what myself, Josh, and we have a special guest. Who's taking the place of Christian today? No, I'm just <gasps> kidding. Christian couldn't make it. He has school stuff going on. But we have Get your education Jake, first, yep. ladies and gentlemen. Jake Lotriotti. That's how you say it, right? Yeah, that's Lotriotti. Right. Yeah, what's up, guys? Yep. So uh, I'm sure he's excited to be here for our episode. Um, got a couple of good topics, uh, and I guess we should just go ahead and get started on it. Um, before I say that, I just wanted to say uh, we just wanted to say thank you real quick. Um, you know, for the support, we still get a lot of good views. And JT, you need to put that on for side. Sorry. Sorry, I was taking a picture of it. it. Looks cool. Well, because you held us up, uh, I think Sorry. we're just gonna stop uh, the awkward silence by just going to the first topic. Tony Stark, obviously, is set to appear in Black Widow. Um, there was an interesting point that I saw, and uh, she was okay. So Black Widow, she was first appeared in the MCU in Tony's movie, Yay. and it's just full circle now because now Tony's gonna appear in her final appearance. So. That's an interesting take because not everyone's thrilled about Tony Stark being in Black Widow. Right. I what did. I wanted to yeah. know from you guys is, obviously some people feel that it's unnecessary and that movies don't need him to make the movies appeal anymore because he's dead. And so putting somebody like that, it's it comes Very across. It. Yeah. it comes across like you're just trying to put him in the movie to mm -hmm. attract those people. And, those, and many people believe that's not necessary. I want to know go, from you guys, what's your opinion? Do you think that... Is it necessary anymore, or is it just a really nice full circle kind of thing? I think it'd be nice. Granted, coming from like a really big Tony Stark fan, but it's not needed. So, if anything, Hawkeye should be the one to have a little cameo or whatever. Which I'm assuming he is going to be in there. But that's I hope they're going to. I hope they put yeah. Buda, Budapest in there. But other than that, they are, they are. any yeah, other Avenger, any other Avenger, I hope they're not in there because mm. this is strictly Black Widow. Right. You know, uh, like the first Iron Man only had War Machine. That was about it. Mm -hmm. Didn't have anybody else. And uh, I, I can see where people are coming from saying, like, you know, it's unnecessary. And then it's also, like, kind of like a full circle moment at this time. But uh, I also think about it saying, it's like, you know, it, Tony Stark is not going to play, like, a major role or even, like, a supporting role in this film. He'll prob probably be in there for, like, 15 seconds at the most. Because it's probably just going to be a flashback from Civil War when... Uh, Natasha told Tony, uh, was like, you know, uh, Tony was telling her, you know, uh, Ross is going to find out about this. And then, you know, she just kind of walks away. I think it's just going to be like a longer uh, cut of that scene right there. And then they're probably just going to have like their final words there to were, each other. There was an interesting involved. word that they used. And it wasn't he's going to appear. It's reprise. And yeah. the, the term was he's going to reprise his role, which yeah. normally means he's literally going to shoot new scenes and reprise his role. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that they chose that word mm -hmm. when this whole time I'm thinking it's probably just going to be deleted scenes from well, Civil War from, or something. From what I read, um, and of course this could all be just you know rumored or speculated yeah. or whatever, sure. but from what I read, it was going to be a two to three minute scene of him and Natasha talking about things that are going on at the time of Civil War. Sure. So, in 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 that article, it did uh, it did say that this was not filmed in Civil War. Okay. So, reprise could be like you said, he's doing this, but it's 
taken back to when it, it's basically like them filming it now and then just saying, oh, this should have been in Civil sure, War, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't. So that's what I. Uh, I mean, basically, it's it. what they did for Endgame when they went back in time to 2012. Right. I, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They didn't record that in 2012, but it still was. Yeah. I got you. So I mean, I don't know. I'm. I always love RDJ, and I always think that him is. Uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man is going to be, you know, if he if he shows up, hey, that's awesome. On the other like, side of the spectrum, you can understand a little bit where yes. these people are coming from because we're entering an age now without Tony Stark, without right. Captain mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. So we have to start getting, I guess, used to these newer characters, new mm-hmm. Avengers, West Coast Avengers, all that stuff. We have to start adapting to a brand new list. Uh, yeah, a brand of. new kind of uh, rogues gallery, if right. you will. Right. And it's no longer going to be the people that we grew up with. It's going to be a brand new thing for the future. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't like change. I think in, in, in for those who are in that category of people, just look at it this way. I think that Black Widow should have been in the Phase 3, like in Phase 3 or 2, maybe. Sure. I so I think, yeah, I think that with him being in this little two to three minute video or like kind of still or whatever the scene uh-huh. i think that's just like a final like you said earlier like a full circle close the chapter done because i don't think we're going to see any more of anybody you know chris evans uh you know scarlett johansson rdj, a- RDJ. we're not going to see those at the rest like you're not going to see in the internals you're not going to see him in dr strange you're not going to see him in uh, Thor, you know, Love and Thunder. You yeah, know, yeah. See him. So I think this movie is okay because it is that full circle. If they continue to put people from the first three phases that are gone yeah. into these new movies, I think I wouldn't even like that. I think right. we need to step away from that and mm-hmm. embrace this new, you know. And I actually got a question for our guest here. Uh, do you think that Black Widow, the movie Black Widow, was a knee-jerk reaction to people that felt that she should have had her movie a long time ago? Or do you really feel that... Or do you think that they already had this in the works later in the future? So, I actually think this was happening uh, prior, before all of this was becoming acknowledged. Uh, if you remember in Age of Ultron, I believe she had her own kind of backstory about like her developing into a spy or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, right around that time, I think that... 2015 is when that movie came out, right? Yeah. I'm, I think they were working on this behind the scenes, knowing after Infinity War and after Endgame, they were like, okay, this Natasha character, she's, I wouldn't say one of the best, but she's one of the most prominent. I mean, yeah, exactly. One of the most prominent, right? And, you know, especially for, if you think of this, like, women, women and little girls, they would look up to this hero, right? They sure. want a little bit more backstory, more, more focused on the hero, the, he, the female hero. Yeah, yeah. And I think, as a result, not only were they working on this behind the scenes, but it's also a good time to, like, push it into the next years. Okay. So this is, in your case, I guess, it's just the, it's basically just a case of bad timing. That they happened to release this year after, like, ten years of this universe has already been established. Yeah. And they're just not coming out with a movie. But you think they've already been working on this, not just a knee-jerk, oh, we gotta make a Black Widow movie, because no one... Because everyone's saying that we should have already came up with them. That's they, what you're saying. They eventually needed to make the movie. I yeah. just think right now is it just wasn't the best. Do you think fans? Do you think fans have the power to really, if they were to start? I guess the next problem would be, well, how come Hawkeye doesn't have a movie? Do you think if a lot of fans started this trend of like, how come Hawkeye doesn't have a movie? They're gonna lean towards making a Hawkeye movie. I know they're making a series, but Hawkeye is one of the original six, and he's the only one. Out of those six, it's not getting a movie. Well, it you have to look at the demand for it. If you have a large outcry of people wanting a Hawkeye movie, they're obviously going to make it. No, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. And he's getting his own show anyway, so it's not like we're not going to see him anymore. And he is passing the torch to a new Hawkeye. 
but we'll definitely still see uh, well, with that Jeremy being Renner. said, with fan-driven things, uh, going away from Marvel, uh, just for a quick second, fans derailed the Sonic movie coming out because they hated That's it different. so much. Well, I, I know, but but it's it, <laughs> there's it, a reason people got mad about well, that. Well, yeah, but it's the same thing. The more the more people say we want this, we want this, we want this, mm-hmm. they're gonna listen. I mean, obviously, a lot of people hated the Sonic thing. So what they do? They changed. They, they changed it, exactly. It. So the more you know, demand from the audience and the more demand from the crowd, mm-hmm. they're gonna do something about now, it. Now, don't get me wrong. The crowd is not always right. That's no. very no. true. So when. Let's say the Dark Knight. You yes. know they had Heath Ledger as Joker. They're like, oh man, I don't think he's the perfect role for it. Yeah. And then they go and see the movie, and they're like, oh man, he's definitely one of the best exactly. actors for the Joker. Yeah. Especially with the new Joker coming out mm-hmm. this year, they said the same thing about uh, which Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. 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 I think he's going to be fantastic in this film. People need to understand that yes, it's a different era. Like Heath Ledger isn't here anymore. We have to move on, and we have to find these new actors that can fit and reprise that role such as the joker mm-hmm. i, I th- i'm glad you said that because uh i saw a tweet earlier today that it had uh ledgers leto and phoenix and it said like which one was the best and which one was the worst which one was leto and leto was the absolute worst I, that's so interesting because i thought he that, wasn't bad but he was definitely that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. I, I i think it wasn't his fault he acted very well he's a great mm-hmm. actor he's been doing this since even back in uh, American Psycho back in 2000. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. I felt that the people that made this character, he's not the one that came up with the way that no. the Joker is. He didn't come up with the lines he had to say. No. His portrayal wasn't his fault. He acted well. It just wasn't the right Joker for a right. lot of people. So a lot of people give him credit for something he had no full control over. Right. And so. then also, we we didn't get enough Joker in Suicide Squad. So that's my that opinion. Too. Like, yeah. I can't mm-hmm. make... You know my official opinion about uh, Jared Leto's Joker because he was only in the film for like maybe a total of like seven five minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we didn't get to see as much of Joker as we saw with Heath Ledger, and then now with Joaquin Phoenix coming in to, uh, with his new movie his coming movie, out. Yeah, it's just you know we just didn't get enough of Jared Leto's Joker, and I do want to see another movie with Jared Leto as a Joker, but you know that's unlikely to happen at this point. Mm-hmm. So. I can't really comment because I didn't see the movies. So of course you mm-hmm. did. I sorry, I sorry. I don't care. Anyways, <laughs> next topic. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and jump to our next topic. Um, not a discussion, just a little bit of news. Miss Marvel Disney Plus show is reportedly set to start filming September 2020. Yes, okay. so next September. Like, Year from now, actually. Yeah, like um, me and Dom said earlier, they want to get this going. I mean, oh, they, no, that's awesome. Are, I'm really excited I, because. <laughs> This is what actually our next topic is that we get to discuss a little bit. Disney Plus animated Marvel shows. Not sure if you heard. You remember last week when we discussed that they had the 90s animated series and all these other series. Turns out the update on it is that it was in the Netherlands and it was just a test thing. Mm -hmm. And when they release it, it might only be in other countries like it is for Netflix. Yeah. Mm. I don't think that's a great idea. I think Disney Plus is going to actually sell themselves short if Mm -hmm. they decide because we're the main consumer out of everyone in the entire globe. We're going to be the ones, first of all, you know, Disney's an American company. Right. I feel like if anyone, we deserve all the content that you can give us. Don't limit ourselves because we're not getting our full money's worth. Then again, it is $6.99. 
But, but <laughs> I pay for this knowing I want every Disney Marvel property, and I know they don't own the property to all these 90s animated shows because they belong to other networks, mm-hmm. but because they have the option to show it, why wouldn't you want to show it? They have I guarantee option, you, yeah. you're going to get a lot more people that are going to be interested if you have everything included. So they've already said that they're splitting it up into countries? Like I think, be no, 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 I, th- I, I don't know if it's confirmed, but I know it's definitely in the conversation. And I know that it was a test run in the Netherlands. Well, here's okay. Here's my conspiracy theory on that. What if that was a planned leak? What if that was like Disney Plus leaked that, like quote unquote leaked that, right? To get to what to, people have to say exactly to see what the 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 it's market like a is test run for the, exactly. the guinea pigs. Exactly, it's kind of like it's kind of like well, let's see what their actual say. You know, because they don't want to put out and say we're not doing this. I mean, because, Netflix does that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, we well, here's about last the great episode. thing about Disney Plus that I don't know if you guys have heard. Anything on Disney Plus is going to be permanent. There's going to be no, right. uh, yep. oh, we're going to no take off this and yeah. like two weeks, like you better Netflix watch. Does. Everything that they put on there will be permanent. So as soon as as soon as Endgame drops on Disney Plus, it's staying there. Staying there. It's staying there. Yeah. Until and it's here's the thing. Uh, they're not coming out with all the MCU movies no. on Disney no. Plus, yeah, which a lot of people don't like, which I have to say, you've had 10 years to buy the Blu-rays. Yeah, you And have, if you don't have all of these by exactly. now, you have no reason to complain. And Netflix doesn't even have, like, Netflix only has, like, Ant-Man, The Wasp. They have, like, the recent ones. Yeah, they they, they, they don't have, like, all of them. So, So I understand people, you know, some people are on a budget or whatever. At the same time, you've had 10 years. You have 10 years. It's one of those things where it's hard to really sympathize when you've had so much time to get those properties. Right. And if you're really dying to watch it, you're paying for the service. You can pay for the... The movie. movie at yeah. least in this ten last ten years you could have bought right. the movie. Donald Anyways, that's box. my opinion. Uh do you have any opinions for it? Well see I kinda disagree. Uh I think I mean yeah, you, you obviously had time to buy the Blu ray, sure. but I think it's more convenient having all the movies into one platform. Okay. Yeah, instead of having nice. to go out and buy ones like if you go to Amazon or Best Buy what if they don't have it, right? Like, right, right. And then what happens if, like, the CD messes up or something? That's interesting. Like that. and, and you guys know technology, right? Technology is always changing. Mm-hmm. So what happens when that Blu-ray is obsolete? You have to have a Blu-ray player to That's work true. with it. That's true. I that, didn't think about it that true. way. At the same time, I think physical media is dying. Yes. And I think it's it, really exciting when you... I know for me, I for me it is, and I know Darren can speak on it too because we have... And you too. I mean, you have your own yeah. physical thing. It's oh, just... awesome. You know it's very uh, reliable because sometimes the internet might die. And, of course, the probability of that happening, it's not very high because, right. you know, internet usually lasts That's pretty well. That's because my internet died today. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So in cases right, like him, if you have the movies, if you have friends that come over and you guys are like, oh, let's watch this movie, and it's thunderstorming, you know with physical media, you have no you worries. Have you it, can pop it in. Pop it in. And done. you enjoy it. And, and it's you always have it there. It's always going to be there when you're ready, when you need it. And it's just really reliable. And to me, it's just really exciting knowing that you own the movie. Mm-hmm. To me, it is. I physical own the movie. Yeah. And it's just really cool. Like, I, I, And some movies that I have physical copies of, I watch it on Netflix, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've, I just watched uh, Spider-Verse with my girlfriend this summer. I had the movie. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like taking it all out. I can just pop it exactly. in or mm-hmm. just put it on Netflix. But if I wanted to, I could just pop it out. It's just right. one and of those also things. Also, like uh, with having the Blu-ray up. Blu-ray disc, you know, you get all those special features that you get on there, like deleted scenes. Sure. Uh, Do you not get that on digital though? Uh, digital, not all I, the time. No, but not. like, if you get like, Blu-rays, but if you watch it on yeah. Netflix, you know, you want to be able to get all that, those uh, uh, features on streaming uh, that you and get like, on uh, digital. And something else is really cool, like, like here. I know y'all can't see it, but I have all of the MCU movies like in chronological order. So like, starting with like. Captain America, then Captain Marvel, and etc. And then, off of that, I have all the 
non-MCU movies like the X-Men and the Deadpool. Fox run. Like, yeah, yeah, all those. Which recently, uh, yesterday, came out. Uh, oh, yeah, Dark, Dark Phoenix, Phoenix came out, and I did buy that. So. You got it? Mm-hmm. Where is, oh, where is it? it? It's downstairs. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, that, go buy it if you haven't. Yeah, um, one more thing I wanted so, yeah. to add. I will say that it does depend on who is into these movies. Now, of course, right. I'm not talking about just Marvel movies. I'm talking about movies in general. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you... How do I put it? I think it just makes more sense to buy a movie if you are the type of person to regularly watch movies. Regular, yeah. Now, to those people that have Netflix just whenever they have free time and stuff, yeah, it would make sense to buy the movies. I think it's just more convenient to have the Blu-rays if in the case when they take... All, like Things like with Netflix, they're taking off The Office and stuff, and they're taking off... Yeah, you know, be... The Office is coming off of Netflix next year, but I have the complete season, season on DVD, only, thanks yeah. to Darren. He gave it to me for my birthday, and I have it. So when it leaves Netflix and... I don't have any other streaming service except for Netflix and Disney Plus, and it's in none of those. Okay. I still have the option to watch yeah. The Office, which I can rewatch any day of the week. That's the same thing that. with. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like, uh, kind of have like the same situation. Like they took Friends off. I don't know if it's off yet. Yeah. But I have. It'll like, be the off whole, later. Yeah, but I have like the whole. Series exactly. On so that's yeah, why I point. really appreciate physical media still. Mm. What were you gonna say though? But here's the thing. You told me that Disney Plus was not going to take exactly. content. Exactly. Oh, so that's for there, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. You got me, son. <laughs> then I guess it would be it, w- it would be to your best interest yep. to get Disney Plus on because you have that guaranteed permanence. Even like with Xbox games or PlayStation, whatever you play, like, you know, having that physical copy is just so much better than that digital copy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? If your Xbox blows up, whatever. I right, think that doesn't make a difference because either way you still you pay full price in. for the game. Yeah. Unless yeah, you you're getting do. a deal. Mm-hmm. Right. But you mean you can sign into another account. Yeah, like, new I agree though. That Spider-Man like, game I got, I got it from the PlayStation Store, but I really wish I got the, the disc. Copy, yeah, yes. like if you're going to a friend's house, you can't just take your console. Exactly, yeah. You can just mm-hmm. take the disc and go and well, download it, it there and play and, it on the console. Jake alluded to this a couple minutes ago, but when he said like, a lot of these systems and like DVDs, they can't play a certain thing. Did not know this, but my Xbox One and my PlayStation Four could not play the 4K. Right. Yeah, you need the Blu-ray. big boy. I did not know that, and I'm sitting here. Like, I didn't know that either. I'm sitting here yeah. like trying to play it. I'm I like, found out the hard um, way. This, this why is, is it? Yeah, it's like, I should have known this? that already. Though, so, so, so I mean, I, of course, I watch it on Blu-ray because it, you know, it's compatible. But in that instance, I did not know. I did not know that 4K is not. You had to have, like you said, the big boy to, you know to play that so it's it's you know you have to at least know what you're don't go out and buy a regular dvd player and then try to play blue and get all blu-ray dvds that's really bad because you're just spending a whole lot of money for not watching them but um speaking on hard copies jake yes you got a box set recently didn't you i did you want to tell them what it is yeah so it's the it's the full four avengers movies the first avengers age of ultron infinity war and endgame in a oh, box just... set, four steelbook oh, cases, ooh. 4K for $130. For $130. Are you going to get the Infinity Saga if that were to come out? Uh, dude, so, I... Because uh, now that you have that, it's like, yeah, you're missing because Infinity Saga might come out with all those and extra stuff. Nice. So, yeah. But you got a, you got a great thing, don't it's get me awesome. wrong. But are you going to regret it when the Infinity Saga comes out or are you still just going to be cool with it? Or are you going to get are you going to get the Infinity Saga as well? Uh, so the Infinity Saga, is that all the 22 all movies? Yeah. 23, yeah, 24. I, and yeah, I feel like they're so. going to have a, other cool stuff like posters, I, I would assume. Yeah. I'm a big collector when it comes to physical media. Like, uh, That's why we got the 4K box set of the Avengers because it was like, oh, it's a limited thing. Like, yeah, for sure. I want to show this off to my friends and say, oh shit, this looks so for cool. For sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, for 
the whole Infinity Saga, if it's reasonable for price, sure. I'll look into it. I won't pay more than probably 250 And you have a 4K player, right? So my Xbox One X, it, oh, okay. it's a 4K yeah. player compatible with a 4K TV. Gotcha. So and a 4K get, TV? It's Man, I've been, I've, so have you seen Endgame on 4K? Oh, yes. I can imagine. <laughs> oh, yes. I've been wanting to, but I, I don't have a compatible system. Hopefully PS5 comes out with something like that. I don't know that much about PS5, but that's a discussion When's for another day. Um, uh, next fall. Yeah, right. next fall. Xbox so a little bit, yeah, I, I don't, we didn't uh, discuss this earlier, but it just kind of popped in my head, uh, about Disney+. Plus. There was a rumor coming out that a lot of fans want to see Ant-Man 3, but there have been discussions on not making a movie but giving him his own Disney Plus show. What do y'all thought about that? I don't like how they're starting to lean a little bit into this. I think Ant-Man, if he gets two movies, he deserves a third. I don't know that... Of course, that means... They can't turn every trilogy into a show. There's pros and cons to everything. Now, of course, if Ant-Man comes with a great movie, a third movie, I'm sure it'd be great, be funny, and it's a third movie, the trilogy, for the Ant-Man trilogy, which I never thought we'd ever get, but Mm -hmm. Ant-Man trilogy would be completed. I don't think it would be the same fulfillment if it's a Disney Plus series, but the pro is we have... More eight or nine or hours more, to spend yeah, with Ant Man and that whole, you know. I'd rather sacrifice those like extra. So it's one of those. I'll be happy either way, but I lean more towards the movie personally. Mm-hmm. And like I know, I know the actress who played Ghost. I uh, can't think of her name off the top of my head, but I know she said that um, in a recent interview they asked her, if, you know, what Ghost is doing. Yeah, she she's did. still alive. She, yeah, she said she's not dead, so she's still around. So. There, that could be a whole different, you know. Which story is great. They're say. keeping exactly. some, a lot of these villains alive. I mean, they're going to be great, part of a lot of uh, really cool stories. So I think we're going to jump into the next topic. Uh, it's just a rumor right now. Nothing's confirmed, of course. But you know how this business goes. Always rumors. So we're going to talk about it. So MCU developed. Uh, MCU is developing an MCU movie. Movie. Let's point out that it's a movie focused on the Silver Surfer. You mentioned how Ammon is in talks, maybe, or just rumored just to rumored be in a Disney Plus yeah. show. Silver Surfer has never been in this MCU because obviously he just got acquired from Fox. Do you think? Do you think that he's a character deserving enough to have his own movie, like they're speculating, or is he one of those that deserves a Disney Plus show because he's not as big as a character in the MCU? All right, I'm gonna comment on that first. So, I do think he de- he deserves his own movie, but. It should probably be later down the line, because uh, I because he's kind of like a supporting character where he's like first introduced. You know, he was first introduced with Galactus and the Fantastic Four. Yeah. So I feel like he should you probably be cloud. introduced. Uh, <laughs> the, the cloud. So I feel like he should be introduced first. You know, in a, a Fantastic Four movie or wherever Galactus pops up in the MCU, the Silver Surfer should be there. You know, let him be featured in like maybe a movie or two, mm-hmm. having a major supporting role, and then that the third time he appears in the MCU, it will be his own film because he has enough storylines to uh, give him his own film. He has a he has good enough backstory, his origin story, which could serve as a, a prequel to it that a lot of people don't know about. But I feel like later on down the line, after like his first. You know, few his appearances. first few appearances in the MCU, mm-hmm. he should have his own movie laid down the line. Well, yeah. with that being said, and I this is I feel about the or I feel the same way about this. I think Moon Knight is also big enough to have his own movie, but mm-hmm. they're giving him a Disney Plus show. Right. So if you're gonna do one or the other, I think I think Disney Plus is coming in, you know, at a perfect timing because like we said like we mentioned in earlier episodes, um, you can easily they've said that 
the MC, or the Disney Plus shows will be directly tied into this next phase and the next couple, you know, future of MCU movies. Mm-hmm. So you can easily make his, have him a show, a, a one season show. Boom, bring him into a movie because along like with what you said about the Fantastic Four, I do know that they that they said that the Fantastic Four is gonna whenever they do remake it or reboot them mm-hmm. and bring them in the MCU, they're gonna have like. Like, I guess C-sized villains, not like top-notch, like Doctor Doom top, you know, or Galactus or anything like that. They're gonna have like, like smaller villains just for that movie. That's a rumor, of course. Um, but from what I understood of that was, we don't want to bring these prominent players into this movie franchise yet. We want to build it up. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna build it up, why not have Silver Surfer as a TV show first? And then bring him up when it's you know when the right time is. <clears throat> so. Very interesting. Uh, do you guys have anything else you wanted to add to that? Mm, just uh-huh. say that I think he should cameo in something, Silver Surfer, then get his own thing on Disney Plus. Okay, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about yeah, it. I, yeah, I think if anything, Doctor Doom deserves something deserve, more yeah. than Silver Surfer would. If anything, he deserves his own movie, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, no. So next thing is going to be a new release. Uh, of course, we've been having a great run of comics come out each Wednesday and uh, the one I've been anticipating the most which I can't wait to get my hands on is the J.J. Abrams Spider-Man release with his son yeah with Henry uh, Abrams and mm-hmm. I've not read but one review and the one review I read no spoilers because I haven't read the spoiler review about it mm-hmm. is that it's very Abrams-ish yes and I, I am mm-hmm. very uh, interested in what that means um, I was going to say for those who, who are listening who don't know who J.J. Abrams is he is the uh director of the recent trilogy of Star Wars movies. Is yeah. that correct? He's directed all three of them. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of other movies, too, that are very famous. Right. I can't name the top of my head. And he actually just Super rejected... A, he just actually rejected... Him and his company, Bad Robot, just rejected a $500 million offer from Apple TV because Apple TV wanted to keep him to himself, but J.J. operates better when he has other creativity involved with other companies so that makes sense kind of like spider-man yeah so he signed with <laughs> warner brothers i want to say i think so that's yeah yeah for 250 million dollars mm-hmm. which is still a nice chunk of cheese it's nice money so i mean that ain't 500 but we still talking cheddar. yeah <laughs> Jade, uh, i'm sorry dominic i think you're gonna have our next topic is 2019 saturn awards uh the film's nominated apparently was avengers endgame us oh wow Aladdin, Spider-Man: Far From Home, and the TV shows was Game of Thrones, Walking Dead. Oh, so he thought you meant like us, like uh, as a podcast. East Coast I was like, oh, yes, we got nominated. We famous. So, so yeah, Avengers: Endgame. They uh, led the nominations at uh, this year's Saturn Awards with fourteen nominations. Uh, walked out with six wins. Uh, other. Uh, other films that got nominated was Aladdin with nine uh, nominations oh, and God. Us with okay. eight. And then also with Game of Thrones, on the TV side, Game of Thrones with nine nominations and The Walking Dead with five. Uh, and so with Avengers Endgame, they won six awards, which included the best comic to film, motion picture, uh, other uh, all the other superhero films that are no- nominated in that category include Aquaman, Infinity War, Captain Marvel, Shazam, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Toy Story 4 winning Best Fantasy Film. Uh, and then Best Animated Film will be Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, acting categories, we have uh, Robert Downey Jr. who won for his role in Endgame. Uh, Josh Brolin winning for uh, 
his role in uh in Infinity War not in game uh, for best supporting actor and Zendaya for best supporting actress in Spider-Man Far From Home and Tom Holland uh, for best performance by a younger actor uh, in Spider-Man Far From Home. And then there were some more uh, nominations uh, regarding MCU uh, for best writing for Endgame with Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Uh -huh. uh, best director Anna Bowden, Ryan Fleck for Captain Marvel. Interesting. Uh, of course, uh, uh, the Russo Brothers for Endgame. Uh, let's go to the TV side of things. Uh, best superhero television series would be Supergirl winning in that category. Uh, Arrow, Black Lightning, Cloak and Dagger, The Flash, God Gotham, and Legends of Tomorrow okay. uh, were nominated in that uh, category right there. Game of Thrones winning Best Fantasy Television Series. Uh, Walking Dead winning Best Horror Television Series. Fridays on Television. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then for Best Anime Series on Television would be the Star Wars Resistance that's on Disney Channel. Oh, Interesting. Anime Series. Oh. And Animated. <clears throat> And then they also have their own streaming television categories. Uh, for best streaming superhero series will be Daredevil, which really hey. had a strong yes. uh, third season. It's last season. Right, uh, right. RIP <laughs> all Netflix shows. Uh, Doom Patrol, Jessica Jones, Punisher, Runaway, Swamp Thing, and Umbrella Academy were other series nominated in that category. And Star Trek, for any of our Star Trek fans out there, Star Trek Discovery. One of the best science fiction, action, and fantasy series on a streaming platform. And for our Stranger Things fans, which are most of us around here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Winning for best streaming horror and thriller series as well. So you guys can go look it up on their Sat uh, the Saturn Awards website. They have a, a bunch of more winners that I didn't want to try to get to because I know that will take a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> Go ahead and look it up on their Star Wars website or do like I do, look it up on Wikipedia, which gives you That's right. all the information. All the info. Thank so, you, So, what's our next topic? I think Darren's wow. going to be uh, headlining our next topic. It's a little idea that he came up with, and uh, we're supposed to be doing we had, we had some homework over uh, the week. Yeah, we had did. homework as ECA. I did homework. So, basically... Oh, aren't you just um, an A-plus student? I am. JT and I both have Marvel encyclopedias, and I have this idea of just like flipping through a random page and each uh, member of ECA would pick a hero or villain or just character in general to do some research on tell about them so if it was Captain America we'd kind of skip over that because we all know who Captain America is but if it's someone like Dr. Bong never heard of him <laughs> lucky yeah, for us <laughs> we will now so we, I guess we can start with Josh yeah with so Dr. I'm actually uh, the lucky guy that landed uh, Dr. Bong look at that ironically not any association with any weed Okay. Although, his, <laughs> although his, uh, <laughs> that wasn't funny. <laughs> although we do share some characteristics, me and Dr. Bong, oh, because whoa. he was originally a journalism student. Whoa, there wow. you go. Look right. at him. <laughs> right. One in the same. Started as a journalism student, but he got his professor fired. His hand was severed by uh, guillotine, so I can't I can't really relate to that. Oh jeez, you, yep. you don't want that. Then he uh, became oh, a skilled geez. scientist. He uses knowledge of With chemistry and psychology and physics. He's actually a villain to Howard the Duck, which is very funny to me. <laughs> oh, and a villain to well, an antagonist to Deadpool. He's part of Deadpool's little mantra. Yeah, Doctor Bond. And he's actually a She-Hulk villain as well. So that's quite interesting. The daredevil. He side. become he he retires a, being a villain, 
which is interesting. He retires being a villain, becomes a psychiatrist, and his first patient is Deadpool. Oh my <laughs> gosh. What? So uh, I can That's imagine perfect. that that, uh, that comic <laughs> is very, very funny. Yes. So he becomes Deadpool's psychiatrist, and then he goes back to villainy. I guess Deadpool drives him crazy, as he would for all of us. Um, pretty much the rest of his story, he ends up making like weird clones. He makes clones of Steve Rogers, Moon Knight, Black Widow, and he actually lures Deadpool to team up with them. So <laughs> the clones, that is. Um, so that's interesting, uh, and pretty much his, as far as powers and abilities, really he's just a really smart guy, and he has uh, a lot of knowledge with genetic engineering, which is how he made those clones. His main weapon is basically a little bell-shaped he helmet, I guess that's where the word bong comes from, it looks yeah. kind of like a bong. Uh, and the effects of like what his helmet can do, it consists of concussive, concussive blasts, uh, powerful enough to bend metal, and the ability to teleport Dr. Bong to a different place. What? Interesting. So, wild. I don't know that he has powers, but the helmet, himself, the Bong, yeah. has bong powers. Bong. And I believe it might be powered by weed. So. And there we go. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. All, All right. right. Who's next? Right. I guess uh, I'll go. Uh, you can go if you want. Yeah, go ahead. I thought we were going in a circle. Oh, I guess we are. Dominic okay. got Joe Robertson, am I right? Yes, yes Joe sir. Robertson. So, Joe Robertson was created by Stan Lee, John Romita Sr., and Mickey DiMio. Uh, his first Mickey appearance was in The Amazing Spider-Man number 51 in August of 1967. So, he is currently the editor-in-chief of the Daily Bugle. Uh, he served in the U.S. Armed Forces. Um, as I was uh, researching, he didn't have much information for uh, for what I read, but he was a witness uh, to Tombstone, uh, a Marvel villain, uh, earlier crimes, and he confessed it to the police, which sent him to jail because he was concealing evidence. Mm -hmm. uh, and then while he was in jail, Tombstone led to a breakout and forced Joe to participate in it, but it was soon interrupted by Spider-Man which lead to Joe and Tombstone uh, being missing. And then later later then, uh, Joe was founded by a farmer, and then Joe stayed with that farmer until he fully recovered. But Tombstone later found him, and then they all get into a, a big brawl, which led to Joe stabbing Tombstone in the stomach with a pitchfork. Uh, oh. And then after all that happened, uh, the Hobgoblin was then hired to kill Joe, but Tombstone uh, said that he's the only person who could actually do that because he basically like wanted revenge on him and then with Tombstone still being at large after that uh, Joe retired from his position at the Daily Bugle but when the events of Civil War started coming around he got his job back and they didn't say how he got his job back but he's still the editor-in-chief at the Daily Bugle uh, today as we speak. So, Interesting. That's my character, Joe Robertson. Interesting. JT. So let me just describe this character for you, okay? <laughs> I just want to set the scene. I want to paint you. Who's your character? I'll go, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. So I want you to take. Uh, I want you to imagine Magneto. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want you to imagine his dirty deeds and his nasty. I, I know. No, hush. Okay. And his nasty <laughs> self, his 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 deep villain in him, the deepest part of the villain that you can see. Okay. Then I want you to take. Uh, Professor X, okay. and I want you to imagine his powers, where he can bend people's minds, and he can, uh, you know, force people to basically, you know, die if he wants to. So this, no, hush, I'm getting to it. Hand down. So my villain is called. Well, my character is a villain. His name is Onslaught. Uh, let me give you a little bit of uh, the tale of the tape. 
He is, at some variables, he is a whopping 10 feet tall. Okay. He is also weighing in at about 900 pounds. Is he going to box somebody the way you're wording him? Yes, basically. Let me tell you his powers. the blue corner. Let me tell you his powers. You ready to hear this? Now, when I read this, I was like, oh, this guy seems like an amazing villain. Okay. Powers. A combination of Professor X and Magneto. Wow. He can manipulate magnetic fields, both natural and artificial, can augment his strength to lift a hundred tons. Uh, his other abilities are included uh, telekinesis and astral uh, projection, and he can absorb the powers from various other characters. He's unstoppable. So basically, a little you know kind of bio on him is again he's a combination of Magneto and Xavier. Okay. Magneto's negative emotions merged with Xavier's suppressed urges. It- when Xavier shut down Magneto's mind, the darkest parts of Magneto's mind escaped into Xavier's subconscious, oh. and Onslaught became so a separate... So he's a creation of... Yes. like vision. So he's an X-Men character, yes. pretty much. Okay. So he was. He is basically the, the child, I guess you can say, of the dark part of Magneto and the urges that Xavier has. That's so they're left crazy, child, basically. basically. And he was his first appearance that he had was in nineteen sixty or nineteen ninety six. Pardon me, in X Men Volume Two, Issue Fifty Three. Yesterday I was born. And uh, basically, what I got from Onslaught was, like you said, he's almost unstoppable. In one comic, he uh, they were fighting the X Men, and he took captive of Jean Grey, and then she tried to use her Phoenix forces on him, and And he he just just absorbed it, kind of a thing. Basically, he just absorbed it, and then he kind of. Uh, knocked her out and then while she was knocked out he engraved Onslaught onto her forehead and when she woke up all she could remember was Onslaught and that's it wow so he is he's 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 a bad man okay he's a bad man Darren, so, what you got me he's a baddie, he's a baddie. um I had some character named um I might be saying this wrong but I think it's Screer or Scryer it's S-C-R-I-E-R. I think it's just Screer. Anyways, I'm just going <laughs> to say Screer. Screer, Screer, But, um, so basically, this guy's from Earth 616, which oh. is pretty interesting off the bat. Um, he is single. Just throw that out there. Oh, damn. <laughs> All right. So single ladies. Single really to mingle. <laughs> ladies. Um, this is the first. Or guys. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, or guys. We don't know. He's probably, he doesn't discriminate. <laughs> I don't hear that. His first appearance was in, like, a Spider-Man comic. I forgot which one it was exactly. But it's pretty interesting. He's a godlike being that claims to be the architect of the Earth Ooh. from uh, the past and the future. Kind so apparently, pop-ups. from what I read from, like, fandom and Comic Vine and stuff like that, um, he slept for a thousand years um, under the Himalayas, dreaming of his future before he was awakened by the Silver Surfer. No wonder he's single. So this well, is this <laughs> he woke up on the wrong side this of the is, bed. This is where the Silver yeah. Surfer ties in. So I guess Silver Surfer woke him up. Um, he offered the Silver Surfer to, a chance to serve him, you know, Screer. And um, the Surfer failed his test when he would not take a woman's child from her. I was like, what the heck? What? <laughs> and that was, the, that was Screer's test to the take Silver Surfer. Child. And so Screer is the most recent of many names. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has many names. But, I mean, I looked up his powers. It didn't really give me a definite answer, but it said, like, let me God. see what it says. Limitless Cosmic Power. That just sounds really OP. I don't really <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know. <laughs> that can be a lot of characters. I don't know what that like describes, but 
Um, he ties in the Silver Surfer a lot, which is pretty neat. You said um, cosmic powers? Limitless. Limitless cosmic powers. powers. like Dormammu, basically. Yeah, yeah this is but crazy. more OP. But yeah, so basically he offered Silver Surfer a job. Silver Surfer failed the test. Um, it ties in all the way down to, like, who else? I read I read some other crazy stuff. It ties into Mephisto. And, like, he killed Silver Surfer. Oh, my. And then, like, something happened. He cast a little spell, and Silver Surfer came back. Oh. Which is pretty neat. Um, also ties into Thor later on down the road. But I didn't get too into depth because I couldn't figure out his actual powers and, like, what exactly limitless cosmic power means. Yeah. Right. That's but, interesting, man. Yeah, so one thing on Onslaught, I forgot to mention this, is when I was doing research, a lot of, like, I would just type in who is Onslaught. You know, just trying to get, a, like, a descriptor, or, like, a, like a, small, a small little bio yeah. on them. And everything that pulled up was Onslaught versus Thanos with okay. Gauntlet. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I was like, ooh. I was like, ooh, that sounds like a nice little thing. So is I read it by? About it. Is it by who, who made the my video? Raccoon? No, it wasn't a video. Yeah. It wasn't a video. It was just like articles and uh, like all okay, this. Okay. Because like, when I skimmed over it, basically it said that Onslaught is Thanos on steroids with the gauntlet. That's how OP he is. And I was like, that's ooh, crazy. Can we see him in the MCU? No, I please. Doubt it. I doubt it. He's too OP to be in a man. So. But oh wait! Before we jump in the next one, another um, small little rumor rumor I heard um, that has to do with the uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision show is I heard that they were going to resurrect two dead MCU characters. I know. I probably know, and everybody knows who these two characters could probably be. Everybody knows the first one is going to be Vision. Vision. Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. The second one we haven't seen since Age of Ultron. Oh Quicksil- no, it's Quicksilver. Quicksilver. What? I because I I thought he was going to come back mm-hmm. and at least Infinity Obviously, War. Obviously, I, I thought when when you know when uh, you know they said on your left and all the portals opened up. I thought you were going to see at least like a. You know, I know, like a, like a dash. <laughs> like, oh, there he is! But no, he, I, I, he, I, so I, many people try to come up with conspiracy theories about that. This is obviously not confirmed yet, obviously. Right, but no. this is clearly the top two choices. It, it mm. makes sense. That, yeah, yeah, it does. I, I, yeah, so I don't want to get into I, it. I think we'll talk I about bet people want to see more of Quicksilver. Like Quicksilver and Scar, was there a duo? Like, I mean, nowadays you see them. You know, doing their own thing or whatnot. Do you bring but back? We didn't get I enough know. of them to. Do, no do you bring back the Age of Ultron actor? Or do <laughs> no, you, you bring in you the, bring bring the X Men one? <laughs> <laughs> you bring in the X Men like, one. Wait, what happened to you? Like, why you were gone? Why do you look so different? Uh, I was dead for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the seventies. <laughs> yeah. uh, had some fun with the X Men. Came back. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's pretty much what happens. <laughs> um. So next thing is uh, Darren's gonna cover basically the. Uh, well, go ahead and just talk about it, Darren. Um, the new Marvel Collector Core Funko Funko Pop box. Yes. Amazon exclusive. If you guys don't know already, you know it's that twenty nine ninety nine. Oh yeah. Oh yes. So months two months. Money. Yeah. Two months. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for it. I think this one's gonna be. Should we tell them? Because yeah. some uh, people just like to be surprised. If you if you. See, I don't know. It's uh, up. If it's you look up. it up, yeah. you will find what it is. But yeah. I don't want to spoil it for those that want to wait. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it crazy that bi-monthly means every other month, but also twice a month? Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> basically, <laughs> this Funko Pop box is uh, Marvel's 80th anniversary. Well, for 
the collector core box, and it's coming with some pretty cool exclusives. <laughs> I will say this: um, this isn't much of a spoiler. It's two pops, a T-shirt, uh, and sticker, two of the little things. Yeah, a sticker yeah, some and comic a strips. Pin. And a we pin. just won't tell you what it is. Yeah, yeah. So there's <laughs> a classic Again, Thanos. Like Josh said, if you want to know what it is, just go on Amazon. You, the the internet is at your. The the internet internet is your they best already released brand. it. So classic Thanos pop and a classic Loki pop in the Green Goblin shirt. Oh. <laughs> we did. <laughs> oh. Well, Darren just. Well, Darren. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I had it written down. It's too late. Well, so uh, you just have to say if it's written down. Man. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, oh, I didn't see this. Uh, Darren, you have a Some other news. Other news oh. I, that I'm very interested in. Go ahead, hit me with those facts. I'm hit you with it. Well, I hadn't looked it up all the way, all the way, but, um, wait, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, um, okay, so actually some news that came out, well, obviously it's September, but it just came out this month. I'm not exactly sure when. Okay. I think it was like two, three days ago, but there's a few articles that I've seen. I haven't really read about it, but, um, there's a new Lord of the Rings show coming out. Yeah, very true. Which is pretty badass. Heard about it. And so I which, saw... Which streaming service? Um, it's going to be Amazon. Amazon, okay. So I saw something. Oh, yeah. Is it going to be like The Boys? The who? The no. Boys. Oh, no, you haven't seen The Boys. It's Lord of the, the Rings. Yet. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah he's seen oh, Lord okay. of the Rings. Yeah. No, like, there's a lot of things you haven't only seen. Three, so. Only us three have seen Lord of the Rings. Well, well, yeah, yeah, but Christian and Dom haven't. But anyway, so apparently Amazon bought the global TV rights. TV rights, not the movie rights, but uh-huh. the TV rights mm-hmm. to Tolkien's Lord of the Rings saga. So that just tells you those three movies, there's something to be something with the show but it's supposedly coming out um well the news dropped you know this month yeah supposedly coming out let's see air the show sometime in 2021 yep. it's going to get filmed in new zealand as well just like the movies and yeah. the hobbit movies yeah i mean you have so, to you cannot use green screen for this exactly and i don't know what else they're gonna um i haven't really read up about it i just heard it and i was like dude i gotta like announce this in the podcast this is sick Great. For all you Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings fans out there, this is gonna be pretty dope. You, yeah, you about to say Lord of the Fangs? Lord of the Fangs. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, dog. <laughs> Have they come out with the title of the name of the, the series is gonna be, or is it just gonna be Lord of the Rings? Honestly, I'm not sure. They might switch it up, but since they did buy the rights, I'm the it, it may or may not be. And do they have they told have they said anything whether it's before all the events of Fellowship of the Ring or is this I think out? it's gonna take place afterwards, like what happens in Middle Earth. Wait, uh-huh. you're shaking your what head? do you think? It everything happens. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Wait, so this makes no sense. This would be like Silmarion. Yeah. It, Silmarion. Oh, I forgot how you What were you going to say, though? What? I thought you were going to say something. I just said it's before anything that we've seen so far. Okay. Everything like, you know how The Hobbit Sil- is, the prequels. Yeah, really of course. Rings. So is this before this The Hobbit? This is going to be Silmarillion. a prequel to The Hobbit. I hope, it has, mm-hmm. I hope it's not one of those Star Wars situations because the sad, the thing I don't like about prequels is there's not a lot of stakes involved. Because when they introduce characters like Anakin in Episode One, I know this is a Star Wars reference to Lord of the Rings, but you can kind of point the finger of where the similarities are and why I really don't. I like the prequels, but the problem is there's not a lot of stakes because you know that Obi Wan's going to make it through. You know that Anakin's going to be alive. It's just not a lot of stakes. So if they have like a pre-Hobbit and they have characters from the Hobbit, it's hard to get invested with the characters. Wait a minute. Whereas yeah. when you have a prequel that's mm-hmm. done right like Rogue One, where it's brand new characters, you have no clue what's going to happen to these guys. So I hope if they do a series, it's going to be a bunch of new characters that we don't know what's going to happen to them. Instead of, we'll just bring up, you know, old, these same characters we've had, and it's just not a lot of stakes to it. It doesn't right. make it as fun. So, oh, one more thing. <laughs> have you guys seen the Jurassic Park short? Yep. Was no, it not no, the best? It was super it was awesome. cool. Right. It was a nine-minute short yeah. that Jurassic Park put out on YouTube. 
Now, we'll say this. It's a really great short. It looks like movie quality. It's not like... It, it, they really put some money into this short. I really highly recommend you watch the short. It's super cool. Uh, I won't say what happens in it, but you get really invested. A so lot this of people... Is what happens. Yeah, I don't have it written down, so I won't say it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I do really have to if you're a really big fan of uh, Jurassic Park and not really a big fan of these new ones we've been getting but you're a great fan of the Spielberg <laughs> the part, ones the I gotta say this one feels really close to Spielberg and it's very very close to just that I don't know how it was for you Jake but for me it was very that Spielberg oh, yeah it was very uh, high stakes like I said it's just very enjoyable uh, mm. cut to the point didn't need any backstory to already be invested in movies, very fun mm. short if you haven't seen it yet Seriously, recommend it. I, I really recommend it. It's trending. It's in the millions already. It's a fun watch. Um, so we got me and JT are going to finish off the episode. We got two surprise uh, two Topics. surprise points. Hey. And do you want to go first or want me to go first? It doesn't matter. JT, go first. Uh, okay. Um, no way. Fun fact. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, so recently I was uh, offered a opportunity um, to... Uh, little backstory if y'all don't know i have type 1 diabetes um i've had it for 24 years uh is basically my life and uh i was given the opportunity and uh on october 4th at 8 a.m i'm going to be on the radio uh speaking to um, a lot of uh people about uh type 1 diabetes and um basically what it is and uh giving you know my story on it uh so i will have a facebook link um out there if you want to you know, follow me on Twitter or Facebook. I'll have that link up so y'all can listen to it and everything. But uh, fantastic! Yeah, getting the story out. What radio? What radio station? What? what? <laughs> is it dying? Is it dying over here? Which radio station? Is it it's, uh, No, no, no. It's like ninety-seven point one. No, it's one hundred seven point nine here in Memphis. One hundred seven point nine. What? What do they play? It's, it. It's like it's a radio. Rock? It's just no. It's just because one hundred seven five is just normal music. No, it's just like it's just, it's, talk, it's, it's just a talk show host. Oh, okay, okay. It's like talk they, show radio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, I don't know if y'all heard of uh, the host name Betty Lamar. Um, she does a lot of talk show host uh, things. We actually at my job that I work at now, we had um, them on. Like our two of our uh, employees went on like three weeks ago to talk about it, and then now she invited me to talk about diabetes. So. Uh, Dude, you so, better yeah. bring up ECA. So. Yeah, you gotta throw us in there somehow. Better you gotta say, up. can we come Please. behind the scenes? <laughs> Whatever. Can we watch you? I can't. Eight in the morning? No, it's too early because uh, the night before I'm gonna well, be I mean, watching. It'll be, it'll uh, be a Facebook Live, so it'll be. You can. October 4th, though, 8 a.m. I know what I'm doing the night before. I'll be watching Joker. Dang That's it, what I'll, I'll be, be out too. I will be there. Yeah. I'll be in Mexico. We, you, are you, do you already have plans to go see it with people? No. You should come watch it with us. Sure. We're gonna watch it October the 3rd. I cannot wait to see that. So I know I'm going to be going to be there. I think Darren might make it I'm unless he flies. You're going to be in Mexico October 3rd? Yeah. Sucks, sucks. <laughs> no way, man. What time are y'all planning on I knew you were going, but I thought you were going after the movie. It's mm. okay. It sucks to suck. Mm. So we're going to be there. Christian, he's for sure going to be there. He's one of the biggest DC fans I've ever met. Dominic, you going to be there? Question mark. Okay. Pending, pending. Yeah, it's pending because we because you know it's also Memphis Madness that day too. Mm. JT, oh, that's right. but yeah. that's not it's not until like Saturday, right? No, Memphis Madness Memphis is, is on Thursday. Thursday. It's on Thursday. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I can understand why you wouldn't. No, I'm going to that. Yeah. So you're not going to go either? No. I have to work it. So. <laughs> Looks like it'll just be us three, which is more than fine. I'm uh, sorry. We'll have to know as long as you watch it and ready for the discussion on the maybe next maybe I'll watch it in New York if I'm not too busy. You have to watch it so that you can discuss about oh, yeah, it. You're going to be in New York. And you have to. Mm, 
I got you in Mexico. You don't want to say Spanish. The laugh would be the same. <laughs> yeah, they're going to laugh with a bunch of J's. If you know anything about that, Spanish people don't say hi. Some people don't know that. So yeah, Josh, what is What's your... your Alright, and I will say this. If you guys don't know this already, then this is going to be a great surprise. But if you know, then I really built it up to nothing. Aww. Uh, so Warner Brothers Animation Group plans to <laughs> make a film based on Funko Pops. There's going to be a <laughs> Funko Pop film, people. Yes, sir. I, yeah, I heard about that earlier. Warner Bros. has option That's rights wild. to Funko, and Warner Animation Group will develop and produce a film based on <laughs> yeah. distinctive collector's figures. Hopefully Marvel is in that conversation. Because be Marvel, sick. I will say, is probably the biggest, if not one of the biggest, Funko distributors. Like, yeah. they're, like mm-hmm. it's a huge line. They're one of the most popular. Well, they even make their own shorts, like, on... Like, yeah, and the shorts are know, really yeah, cool. On yeah. Funko. I, like, I talked to Christian things. about it, and he actually didn't like the idea. He thought that... It's the same thing that this other movie that's basically a ripoff of the Lego movie. They're just kind of piggybacking off that success. Mm-hmm. But okay. I didn't Emoji tell them. Movie. Yeah. I was picking, uh, I wanted to say that there's actually like Funko shorts. Yeah. And they're actually really fun to watch. Yeah, they are. And I think they're that good. if they made a film no about dialogue, it. dialogue. Just Yeah, if they made a film like, about it and they had so some of our cool. favorite like exclusives that oh, yeah. we oh, know about. We're like, dude. oh, look at that. Like, we, we have own this. Yeah. I think they have a great, I think they have a really great audience that collects this stuff. Because Funko's, it's been rising the last two or three years oh, definitely. especially with, because of the mcu yeah. so i think that I, i'm all in for this movie um and they obviously you already know that warner brothers have uh the rights to things like batman harry potter so you can definitely expect warner brother properties to be on even there. funko because they have rights to literally everything yeah exactly so everything. i'm very excited to see this movie because they have the rights to all these really cool things i'm saying it could be like a lego movie with all these really fun characters, like a Ready Player One, you see all these really oh, fun. It's just nostalgia. So cool. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think the coolest part is that I what touch. It's be about. The touch of the exclusives. Like we'll I, know what the exclusives are. Yeah. My question into that, and I know Funko has their own. They have you know the rights to all this, but they also have to get the okay from Marvel and from these to collab with each other. I know they've already done little shorts with Marvel Funko. Right. So I right. don't think that they it's going to be that tough to get a movie because I don't, I don't even but, get a but movie they have that. a good relationship with Marvel already. But, but here's my question. Is the movie itself going to be all Funko like like Marvel Funko Harry and Potter, Harry Horror, Potter and Star Wars because you know that DC and Marvel aren't going to be like, yeah, y'all can buddy up together. Well, like, I mean, it's not even it's not even them. They have no saying it. No, but they Funko. have to get the rights well, to make Funko the movies. Funko has the rights. No, but the, to to like collab with each other. Well, Warner Brothers already definitely has the rights to Batman and stuff. They have right, their own movies with them. DC. So that's, that's not what, a worry. And so if they want Marvel to be on it, I think it's more Marvel's decision. I guess Marvel, Disney, whatever. It's mm-hmm. more their decision, I think, than it is Warner Brothers because they already have the rights. Yeah. They just need their rights. They just their need permission. the okay. They just need exactly. the okay. So I, I think it'll be okay. Uh... I would love to see it as a fan. I don't I see would, what's I mean, wrong I with would it. Too. Of course, I mean, I w- yeah. All this is just you know Hollywood money stuff. But as fans, we would love nothing more than to see Batman and Spider Man collab. Right. So especially in a Funko movie, something I've been collecting for a while now, thanks to JT. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So I think that's gonna be it for today's episode. Do you have one more point, JT or Dominic? Uh, no, it's actually not a point at all. I want to apologize for my burping earlier. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. 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 All right, so that's the end of the episode, guys. <laughs> uh, we'll catch you next week. We don't care about your yeah. Burp. We don't care about you. All right, guys. Like Darren said, uh, thank you for coming out and listening to our episode. Next week we'll have a great episode as well. What if they didn't come out? What if they just sat home and relaxed and turned right. our podcast? Oh wait, if you want to be a guest and sign our board or sign our oh, table, yeah. you can sign our table. Our guest tonight, Jake. He was our first signee, um, so uh, history. if yeah. you if you want, we put a video out on our uh, Twitter account. 
if you would like to, you know, um, sign the board or sign the table. I keep on saying board. If you want to sign the table, uh, just hit us up and you're more than welcome. You can't sign the table unless you're an episode. You can't just sign it. Bingo. Uh, but thank you, Jake, for coming out as well. Uh, yeah. you're, you're welcome here anytime. You're uh, a really great guest. Appreciate always. that, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, we love guests that always are down to talk. Shut up, Darren. <laughs> we're always down for guests that actually put their input. You had a great input and uh, we're excited to have you next time. So Cool. For sure. All, All right, guys. Right, uh, right. Thank you for coming out or listening. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you next time. See ya. All right. See you guys.